Hello and welcome to the Three River Farmers Alliance podcast. My name is Daniel Omeyer. I host and record interviews with our local community partners who are New England-based businesses, farms, and nonprofit organizations that all share a common goal of having a positive impact on our local food systems and our local food economy. This interview with Alexis Simpson and Alyssa McGee from the Ways Meat Center at the University of New Hampshire was originally recorded on October 13th, 2021 as part of an ongoing YouTube series. Please visit our Three River Farmers Alliance YouTube channel and subscribe for more access to our interview series, recipe and cooking videos, and website FAQs. For more information on Three River Farmers Alliance and our home delivery service, VeggieGo, please visit us at threeriverfa.com. That's three river, F as in farmers, A as in alliance.com. Well, hello there. This is Daniel from Three River Farmers Alliance. I am here with Alyssa and Alexis from the Ways Meat Center. How are you today? Good. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much for joining me, continuing our uh, our series of highlighting our local community partners who do so many wonderful things, both businesses and, and charities. Uh, we've just been so fortunate to work with. So thank you for, for joining me. I'm going to kick it off by asking you to introduce yourselves and, and let us know what your roles are at the center. All right. Alexis, do you want to go first? Sure. Thanks for having us, Dan. This is a really great partnership that we value a lot, and we'll get into that. But real quickly, first, I'm Alexis Simpson. I'm the um, brand new executive director here at the Ways Meat Center. So I started here about a month ago. And at Ways Meat, we have a number of different programs that we um, do here. And I oversee all of the programs. So Alyssa, I, I'll let you introduce yourself and the food pantry, how about? All right. I'm Alyssa, and I'm the administrative manager here at the Ways Meat Center and Cornucopia Food Pantry. And I've been here almost four years in this role, but I was introduced to Ways Meat um, maybe 11 or 12 years ago, my senior year of school at UNH. I came in as a social work intern. And I worked with some of our uh, patrons here, helping them find different services. And I um, coordinated volunteers, which was a big, fun project. Right. That's uh, That sounds like a, a lot of, of work to be done, but that's exciting. Um, so <laughs> describe and explain to me uh, your mission statements. Yeah. Um, I can read our whole mission statement that's part of our entire center. Sure. Um, it's, I'll just read it to you first. The Ways Meat Center creates positive change through direct service grounded in compassion, equity, and social justice in the New Hampshire seacoast and surrounding communities. So that um, is the mission for our whole nonprofit, our whole center, but that trickles into our food pantry work quite a lot um, in the social justice and food justice elements and treating people with compassion. Um, that's what we're really all about. 
I must say, I really like the term, though, honestly, it's new to me. I like the term. Are you, you talking about food justice? We really like that, too. We feel like talking about food justice is a really tangible way to um, talk about all of what we're doing here. We we have a food rescue program, and we also um, are direct service food provider through our food pantry. But we're also really thoughtful about our community programming. So we have some uh, community dinners frequently that will invite student groups on campus here at UNH to partner with us to come over and have a chance to make dinner out of um, fresh food and provide a free dinner to community members. And one of the ways that we, um, that's one of the ways that we bring our student volunteers, our non-student volunteers and other members of the community together um, focused on food, food justice, food security, all of those things so that we're talking about more than just um, offering a meal, but hopefully working towards a world and towards communities that are just for everyone and for the earth. Right. That's awesome. You're talking about the whole solution, essentially. Something that uh, I think is very interesting from my experience at, at Three River is that, of course, everybody seems very interested to, to consume local and organic produce. And it's, it's very exciting to be able to offer that. But uh, a key part of that is that you have to be able to prepare it. Um, and so I think that's really great that you are, are teaching and helping with, with those skills as well, because it, it's definitely a, a big part that, that may be missing from a lot of the casual education of well, many people is that they, they might not know how to prepare certain foods or uh, how to cook for themselves, I suppose, is, is a big part of that. Yes, we're, we're, um, we work with a lot of students. And of course, students are often learning, um, learning how to be adults and learning how to cook for themselves and prepare for a lifetime of cooking. So we're hoping that part of what they can do um, here is use our, our kitchen to um, teach each other, to learn from other adults. Um, but yeah, I really, you know this from all the work that you're doing, but it really depends. Buying more local food, eating more local food depends on being able to cook it. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, that's very, that's very important. Um, well, I will ask you, how, how did you get here for, for both of you? How did you end up in your current role and position and, and what led you to this line of work? Well, how much time do you have, Dan? Well, I mean, <laughs> I got some time. <laughs> um, well, actually, I spent a lot of time doing um, volunteer work, education, and advocacy in the sustainable food world. I worked with another organization in New Hampshire that supports organic farming and gardening and was on the board for a long time there. And as part of that, we did education about teaching folks how to um, use local foods. I even wrote some recipes once upon a time back when... <laughs> Our, our local food system was a little more nascent and um, then also did some policy advocacy 
around improving or increasing the amount of local food that we support here in New Hampshire and foster here in New Hampshire. So I had that background coming to this, but then I also had the experience of providing pastoral care and um, chaplaincy. And so I brought those skills. I bring those skills and gifts here since we work with a lot of students. I have experience working with students in that capacity. Um, we have a residential community here. Students live on our second floor and we mentor and teach them um, the skills and the um, ability to live together in community with uh, supporting each other, respecting each other. And so that's another part of the work that for me kind of brings all of it together, a bunch of puzzle pieces in my own life that have brought me to this place, I feel like. Yeah. Well, that's great. I know that, Alyssa, you had sort of talked about your 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 introduction to the Ways Meet Center. Is there, is there anything you would like to elaborate on or something about your, um, your journey to get here? It's just such a special place to me. Um, my intro was being a social work intern here my senior year, um, but I just kept finding my way back through like between being an intern here and working here administratively, I was just back for all the dinners and volunteering and drum circles and um, just being part of the community. And then um, I was asked to come back as the administrative manager. And I just, this place is just so special to me. Um, I wear many hats here and I'm so happy to do it. I believe in our values so much. That's, that's really awesome. That's something I've Mm -hmm. talked about with a number of people at this point is what's so unique about being part of a a small company or an independent company or or organization is that, and sometimes it can be stressful, all the different things that you have to figure out how to do, but it also makes the job very interesting. And I think more rewarding when you have victories, knowing that you, you know, you didn't just play one part, you played many parts <laughs> in, in accomplishing some, some task. Um, well, what is your, uh, your all-time favorite experience at the center? Something that really, um, really stands out. I have the drum circle dinners that we've had here have been my favorite since the very beginning. Um, We'd have a community dinner like Alexis was describing with creating a meal to share together based off of what food rescue things we had in our food pantry left over from the week. Um, So we would spend hours cooking that meal and then share the meal. And then after the meal, we break down all the tables and put the chairs to the side. And we have a collection of hand drums um, that we would put in a circle and we'd often we, we haven't done this in a while. That's why I'm talking about this in like the past tense um, since COVID. But we, we would hire a drum circle facilitator, usually a local drum teacher or just someone who is interested in that. And my favorite teacher has been um, this wonderful person named Julie Corey. And whenever she comes, she really engages the whole group Um, in playing drums together, which is such a community building activity, like where you're all listening to each other. And it's not anything really to do with your musical talent. It's just a great way to gather and just something always clicks during those where you can tell the whole group is 
like in this what do you call this the same place together really right there's some where you're all jamming and in, indescribable flow <laughs> yeah exactly it's that's just a good snapshot of, of what ways meets about just the community building thing in the i don't know it's a place where magic can happen when you're all there listening to each other sharing a meal sharing experiences um it's really joyful and beautiful that's amazing i i when i was in elementary school they did a, a drum <laughs> circle and i that probably if you think about it that probably was 20 minutes long or half an hour long and i have remembered that for my entire life i always think about that even if i go to hit a pasta container or something i'm thinking about the the African drumming experience that I had when I was seven years old, that, that stuff, uh, you know, it may, I mean, it may sound unusual at a, uh, an organization like yours, but I, I think that the, bringing that kind of thing is so, is so important. Um, well, <laughs> Alexis, I know that you're, you're newer. Do you have any, any standout favorite experiences or, or maybe something that you're really excited to, to, to dig into? Um, yeah, I've had a couple, I have to say, um, and I think one of both of them are when I walked downstairs into the food pantry. Um, the first time, the first one I want to tell you about is when I walk downstairs and see on the left, I'll see a couple of our volunteers who've been volunteering for years and years and years putting together boxes for our patrons. And then on the right, I see a new student walking into the room and saying, I'm here to volunteer. Can I help with anything? And, and say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here. And I, so I could take her back into the um, shelves and just say, okay, we need to load these shelves up with food from the back so that folks will have something, you know, our other volunteers will have something to pack the boxes with. And, but just that, that, juxtaposition of someone who's kind of brand new to volunteering in the food pantry and someone who's been here for years and years and years and and just the the constant learning that can happen if we continue to be an open community like that where new folks are flowing through both as volunteers and as patrons and that we have our our roots and our community of volunteers that have been here forever who are still serving the community i think that's a really beautiful intergenerational learning experience that we don't we don't have a lot of places in society these days where that happens where people really engage with each other and work together across generational lines so that made me really happy to see happening um and that was the first week i was here i think um and then the other piece was just last week when we were um we have a a staff meeting on wednesday right before we go into the food pantry and um on Wednesdays, which is when our Three Rivers delivery comes. And I have been um, I have been eating food from the farms that originally started three farmers um, a few years ago since I came to New Hampshire. And so I have watched them grow and grow and grow, get a little emotional, um, and have supported them in a number of different ways. And so to go downstairs and to see all that wonderful food from the farmers from Free Rivers um, and to watch the students see it and then and then just start putting it together to go right out the door to our patrons just felt to me like or feels to me like a really beautiful um, circle 
you know, where we, we, so many people put in so much time and effort to care for the earth and the community to really have the roots in the farms around here that, that something like Three Rivers is possible. And then for Three Rivers to be able to give back to the community like that, and for us to watch real, real produce from here go out the door in the hands of people who are experiencing food insecurity um, is just, was beautiful to me. It is beautiful to me. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's amazing. I, I have learned so much, as I, I told you about farming and this positive impact on the food system in my time at Three River Farmers Alliance. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's truly inspiring to be a part of. Uh, I, I didn't realize, even for a, a while after I had started working for the company, how much of what we do is based in donations. It really is a big part of, of what we do. Um, well, I was going to ask you, how does Three River Farmers Alliance contribute to what you do? But essentially, I suppose it's pretty straightforward in, in, this, in this case, is that we, we donate food. Um, well, we donate food directly to the, the Ways Meat Center. And uh, yeah, it, it, feels, it feels great to, to, to know that we can help with that. I've said this before, that um, if you were to take donations as a, as a product on the website, I know it's not a product, but that, that's our best-selling item, is, is our own customers spend more money donating to the food insecure than they do on buying food in many cases. And it is so amazing to see that week after week after week, as I'm going through people's orders or fixing their credit card or whatever kind of shop thing I, I, I'm working on to see the amount of donations is, is really, it's, it's awe inspiring. Um, I'm well, so glad to hear that because I, I hadn't heard that before. And yet I know when I first started using Veggie Go last spring, um, two springs ago, uh, I know I clicked on that donation button myself. And it's so wonderful for me now to see where those donations are going in a very practical way that I didn't know about when I, you know, when I clicked on that donation bu uh, button as a buyer, you know. Right. Yeah, that is something that the the donation on the website we we use that to purchase food for the food insecure. It helps us provide costs uh, to cover the costs of food that we donate to um, all sorts of different organizations uh, like yours. And yeah, as the company grows, it is something that and I mention her and, and credit her all the time. But Deirdre Lally, who is our what we call community experience uh, director. I guess that's kind of our, our word for, for customer service. Um, she has an ever-increasing uh, amount of work to do to make sure these donations happen. And she does a great job and she loves doing it. So I, I, I just feel it's important to, to try to highlight that kind of work and, and, and the things that you do. And that's why, that's why I, I wanted to talk to you. <laughs> Um, well, what are the, what are the center's goals for the future? Do you have any next big next steps or is it more business as usual? We, we do 
have some next steps. I think coming out of COVID has given us the opportunity to think about how we want to use our community gathering space in, in perhaps new ways. So we've been thinking about a lot of that and starting to plan for it. And one of the things that we'd like to do is um, work in an educational piece about food justice, food security, the, the whole um, agricultural ecosystem, um, and try to, when people come into our space, we can have the opportunity to raise awareness about um, agriculture, sustainable agriculture, uh, just agriculture. So there are lots of opportunities that we have and a lot of folks who come through our doors who know that we provide food, but maybe don't know a lot about the food system. And so we have an opportunity to raise awareness. And we've talked with our interns about perhaps having a small group of students that could meet and talk about these issues and about food security in the seacoast and in New Hampshire. And so we're kind of exploring programming that would go along in our um that would go along with our food pantry direct service work and that would also fulfill our goal of um, developing student leaders who can go out into the community and give back. That sounds great. Is there anything you would like to add, Alyssa? Do you have any big goals currently or things you're working towards? Um, I think a lot of what we work on is just our routine stuff. Like we have Thanksgiving food baskets coming up and uh, then winter holiday food baskets. And those are always huge uh, where we're putting lots of food out the door. Um, that's more of our routine, you know, annual thing that we do. But I'm thinking a lot about, I think COVID has given us a chance to think more about different changes we could make in little positive ways. Like I've had my mind wrapped around a small food pantry renovation where we can uh, paint the floors and maybe get new tables and like make it look so nice in there for whenever, if there's a chance that we can allow in-person shopping again, it would be like, wow, this place looks great. So nice. I'm in the process of fundraising a little bit to do a small food pantry renovation because Normally, we're just tackling all the things that are most immediate, like these tasks right in front of us. But COVID has given a little bit of space to step back and be like, do we really need that wall up in the food pantry? Or could we remove it to make better flow in here? Or like, what would excite people about being in here? So I'm thinking a lot about that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really awesome. I, I think that, yeah, definitely a time of reflection for for everyone, for, for many reasons, of course. Uh, well, thank you so much for, for joining me. Thank you for doing all of the things that you do. It's a wonderful charity, a wonderful organization. Um, and we're just honored at Three River Farmers Alliance to be able to, to contribute to it. Um, because, yeah, I mean, food security is very important to us. And I love, I'm going to use that term food, food justice. I hadn't heard that before, but it sounds, uh, yeah, it sounds, it just sounds so nice. And it, it, it sounds very appropriate. And, um, yeah, well, anyway, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for, thank having, you for us. having us. Thanks for all that you do there. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs>
Well, that's our episode for today. Thank you so much for tuning in, and thank you, Alexis and Alyssa, for joining me. For more information on the Ways Meat Center and the Cornucopia Food Pantry, please visit waysmeatcenter.org.